Well, it's a brand new episode of the Eli Talks podcast. Now, I know I don't upload videos often or audio often. It's mainly because this podcast is basically just a cultivation of thoughts whenever I get them and conversations whenever I have them. So the episodes won't be uploaded weekly. I mean, they might be uploaded weekly just depending on how I feel. But for the most part... I'm definitely all for getting the content out there. So more content will be on the way. Um, As of right now, I do want to get some things off my chest as far as uh, I'm concerned. do want to announce that uh, I do have a book coming this year. I do have a book. It's going to be a semi-autobiography as well as a self-help book. That would be coming this year. It won't be a full autobiography. It's just going to be a semi, but it's also going to be a help book. So that's on the way this year. That's dropping before the year is over with. So be on the lookout for that. I also will be having new products coming to the Alexander brand. So be on the lookout for those new products as well. We've been dropping new products all throughout the COVID-19 pandemic. So be on the lookout for that. Also... Be on the lookout for that book. That book is going to be a game changer. So be on the lookout for that book. Uh, we are going to do a digital first. If enough, if the demand is high for people who want uh, physical copies, then we'll go that route as well. But for now, only thing everybody needs to know is that I do have a book on the way. So be on the lookout for that. I'm not going to mention the title yet. You know, we're still working with the copyright stuff and whatnot. But the book is on definitely on the way. So be on the lookout for that, especially to those who support me. Be on the lookout for that because the book is on the way. The book is on the way. And uh, actually, I will be having about three books coming within this year and next year. So be on the lookout for those. I'm going to try to knock out at least 10 books before the decade is over with. But... I definitely do have a lot of knowledge, and I definitely want to share it with everybody. So, and they're going to be in the books. And a lot of them are going to be digital books, digital products. That way, depending on however this COVID-19 stuff plays out, you won't even have to leave your home. Or you'll once you make your purchase, you'll have it right then and there, digital. And that's really what I've been learning in the uh, Digital Real Estate Course and ABS Tribe Course with Brother Ben X and Jake. They've been teaching me how to survive off the internet. You know? Not going to really get too much into that, but for the most part, go get that book if you're listening. That book will be on the way. So definitely follow me on my Instagram at Eli Alexander or the Alexander brand because it's going to be on both pages when I do drop the book. So be on the lookout for that. <laughs> yeah. But... Today, they want to have a conversation, a few conversations about the first topic being uh, Nick Cannon getting canceled and then Nick Cannon apologizing. Now, I briefly had this conversation on the Let's Talk About Whatever podcast, but I didn't really go in depth into it. And also, I didn't get to go in depth into him having a conversation with the Jewish rabbi who seemingly 
um, tried to de denounce Minister Louis Farrakhan as well as try to discredit him as well as a bad person. And as far as the apology goes with Nick, I do understand that he's in a position to where he has to apologize because the thing with Nick is Nick is in bed with a lot of them. And pause, pause, pause. But business-wise, Nick is tied up with a lot of high-ranking white people. And you could say Jews. With that being said, you can't be having certain conversations when you're that guy of that stature. Because they're going to tear you down just like they took his show from him. And he apologized after that. And I honestly don't feel like... If he truly felt that way, I don't think he should have apologized. Um, and if he didn't know what he was talking about, I don't think he should have said anything at all. As far as those conversations, I'm not really going to get too in-depth into it. But what I will say is that what he said on the show, a lot of it, in my opinion, was facts. And a lot of what he said is facts from an unbiased perspective. And I do feel like uh, there does need to be a debate between the Jewish community and the nation of Islam, because I feel like those tensions have been high for years since Malcolm X was alive, before Louis Farrakhan was even the head of the nation of Islam. So I do feel like that conversation does eventually need to be had between the Jewish community, specifically probably that rabbi and Louis Farrakhan himself, since he has so much to say about the minister. Not me, I don't agree with everything the Nation of Islam does or speaks about, but I am an avid supporter of them, especially for what they've done within the last 80 years, as far as reforming a lot of black men, especially those who come from prison. So I'm all for that, and I'm all for knowledge itself. And a lot of the things that he said, I do feel like they were very true. Now, he probably could have worded those things a lot differently, especially him saying that uh, the reason why uh, white people are savages is because of their lack of melanin. I do think he should have worded that completely differently. Uh, a lot of the things that he did say were like, um, I could see how they would be seen as absurd views. And I actually thought that those views towards uh, race would have been the topic of discussion instead of the Jews coming to cancel him. I was actually kind of shocked when the Jews came to cancel him because I was like, I mean, that's why y'all y'all are mad at that and not what he had, what he said in the clip that was going around. But for the most part, um, I wish Nick the best. I don't think he should apologize. I salute. Professor Griff, I've actually met Professor Griff. Professor Griff is a great dude. Professor Griff is actually who put me on to consciousness. When I was like 14 years old, so I'm an avid supporter of Professor Griff. Uh, Professor Griff, that's like family, you know. So shout out to Professor Griff. Definitely support everything he's doing. And Professor Griff himself will have a debate with anybody. So it's not like the only people that are actually running from those conversations are the people or the Jew, the Jewish scholars who call out people like Minister or Professor Griff. They they're never running to actually have a debate 
on certain topics when it comes to those situations. Even Nick said in the inter- in the interview himself, he brought up the the chance or the thought of them sitting down with the minister on those topics. But it seems like they are always running from the discussion. I mean, and I could understand that, especially if you're not ready for it. But, I mean, it is what it is. They can keep talking as far as I'm going to support who I support. Just like people, most people are going to support who they support. For instance, a Trump supporter is going to support Trump. And that's just what it is. So, but as far as Nick Cannon goes, I do not think he should apologize. I just think he uh, needs to get himself out of the hot water with the higher-ups because they removed him from Nickelodeon. They took Wildin' Out off the air, like, immediately. And I was more shocked at that is that they would do that to a black man instead of a lot of the other people who work at Viacom who said some really wild, outlandish, racist statements. But... That's the world we're living in. That's the America we're living in. So it's not really surprising. Now, the next thing I wanted to get into was uh, this Kanye stuff. I personally feel like Kanye West is crazy. But with a lot of the tweets that he's recently been putting out, I do feel like there's some large truths to those tweets especially in regards to um, his wife, uh, his wife's mother. I do feel like there is a problem that they're probably having behind closed doors. And I think Ye is just letting it out. But I do think Kanye West is like crazy uh, or has severe mental issues. And I do think he needs to get that handled. And I think he surrounds himself around yes men. I don't know him. I probably wouldn't want to know him, but... Seems to me like he he's not around people who have his best interests because Kanye for the past few really since his mother died he's been having some wild outlandish moments and it's gotten to the point to where it's like bruh you know what you're doing you know you're a grown man and but I do feel like there is truth to a lot of the things he's been putting out recently, especially with him going off on Twitter. I do feel like there's a lot of truth to it. I do still feel like he's crazy, and I do feel like a lot of this stuff is probably propaganda propaganda to push his new album that is coming out. Every time Kanye has a new album coming out, he's always doing some outlandish stuff, whether it's running for president, supporting uh, Trump, or wilding out and calling out your whole family on Twitter, threatening to get a divorce from your wife. Now, that would be really interesting if that did happen. I would be really shocked if that truly did happen. But, I mean, you get what you ask for. That's the lifestyle he chose to live. Um, And he just got to deal with it and live with it. And that's my thoughts on the whole Kanye being crazy situation. Also... I did want to do a video on doing for self. So I do have the mindset of doing for self. Now, when I say do for self, doing for self is actually, I'm the head person in charge, or even if I'm not the head person in charge, I'm 
nobody's going to cancel me. I feel like when you do for self, and these are like teachings that I've learned over the past few years of my life, um, hanging out with the Nation of Islam, studying Black nationalism, or just overall Black Wall Street, things like that. I've studied other cultures too around the world. And, you know, doing for self is the best thing that anybody could do. Because I come from the standpoint is that nobody's going to put you in a position that you want to be in. You have to do that yourself. Because if you sit around waiting on somebody to put you in a position that you want to be, you're going to be waiting a long time. But if you go ahead and start now, for instance, me, with my business, I'm starting. I'm, I started two years ago. I'm in a higher place than I was two years ago as well. We doubled the income, we doubled the profits this year alone. With that being said, I had to take that step and start small. And build, 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 build. And then eventually I started seeing results and I'm still seeing results and I'm still building as well, but I'm doing for self. I'm setting, I'm, I believe in setting up my own platforms such as like my not, I understand that we, in most cases, we will have to use other people's platforms. But as far as like things like Nick Cannon getting removed from his own show that he created, I don't think we should be giving those big major corporations, those uh, a lot of racist white corporations, our content, you know? And no disrespect to YouTube, but the same with YouTube or a lot of other things where these companies have guidelines that you have to follow because it's not yours, it's theirs. I do feel like, um, especially in regards to black people, they do need to start building up their own platforms, their own YouTubes, like uh, their own YouTube company to where you could post however you feel, whether it's extremist views or whatever. I do feel like people do need to build up their companies. And that's actually what kind of steered me away from actually going to go or going to dream of a career at working at one of the major media companies. Because at the end of the day, why would I want to go work for a big media company when I can go build my own media company? That way I can say whatever I want to say and I won't get fired from it. I won't get suspended. I won't get blackballed or anything because it's my platform. My content won't get taken down. My paychecks won't stop coming because it's my platform. And that's just something that I do think all black people in America should definitely take and think about is doing for self. Doing for self, I feel, is really, really important, especially during these times of COVID-19. Because when you lose that job, you're going to need something to do. Now, I see a lot. I do see a lot of people doing Forex. I mean, that's what you do. That's what you do. Me, it's not for me. I'm a boss. If anything, I want to own that company that is recruit, that's having y'all recruiting all those people and getting them in and teaching them how to trade. I want to own that company. That's just the standpoint that I come from. I own it as a corporation. That's just me. That's just the life I live. You know, it's not for everybody, but I definitely believe in practicing doing for self, which is why I have my own book coming out this year. As well as, I did start up the Eli Talks podcast, which you're listening to now. I did start the List of Color Whatever podcast. I did start the Alexander brand. 
and we're going to just keep building and branching off into different things, doing for self. All while I'm a real estate agent, I'm a college student, and during the COVID-19 pandemic, I'm doing all of this as we speak. Matter of fact, after we get off this recording, I'm back. it's back to work. Late nights, back to work. And that's just my thoughts on doing for self. Uh, what else did I want to cover before I did get off? Uh, as far as I, I did want to give you guys a little life update as far as how I'm doing in life. Um, my life has really been great, man. Building up my businesses, building up my digital platforms, creating more content and posting and editing the content. That way, when I do, when it does get out there, you guys are able to observe it, enjoy it, and take it and run with it, man. Take it and leave it. You know, take pride in a lot of the content I do create. Even if it doesn't come out on my platform, it comes out on other people's platforms. As a matter of fact, I just did an interview with uh, Brandon Smith uh, on the Hood Therapy Podcast. Just talking about business life, growing, and et cetera. So... Definitely go check that out when you guys get a chance. But for the most part, life has been great. I've just been building up my companies, my small companies. And hopefully by the time I'm 30 or even by the time I'm 25, these companies will have made me a fortune to where I don't have to work as hard as I'm doing right now. Because right now I'm 20. You know, right now I'm getting it in, you know, getting my feet wet really getting it in. We building these companies up every day, every hour. And and that's something I did learn from Brother Ben X's course. You know, I'm putting in the work. I'm putting in the work every day, every hour. No breaks. Nothing. Doing school, whatever. I'm putting it in. Even this podcast right here, I'm putting in the work. You know? So, this pretty much just a life update. Life's been pretty chill. It's COVID-19. Really can't do anything right now. Can't even get a passport right now, which is crazy. But, you know, it's a life. And I did want to touch, I want to touch briefly on this Epstein case. So, so a lot of the people that have been getting uh, indicted for this Epstein case, I don't know, man. It's looking pretty crazy. I think some of these people are going to end up dead. <laughs> Well, I don't even know what to say. Like, a lot of these, I do, do think these people, if they even get a chance to testify, well, I don't, I don't think they're going to get a chance to testify, especially the lady they just picked up, his associate, his assistant or whatever, who was allegedly recruiting minors for him. I think they're going to kill her before she even reaches the stand because she agreed to cooperate. Then they're going to kill her before she even reaches the courtroom. Which is no knock to her. I mean, you know, get it how you live, there, man. He just killed the uh, judges. The judge who took the case, he just killed her son and shot her husband, which is crazy. Like, they, these people, these people have money. And these people are really living like that, you know. It's not really something I thought I would see in 2020. But then again, 2020 has been a wild, crazy year. And with that being said, this has been a... Uh, that uh, I don't even know what episode this is of Eli Talks, but this has just been a 
brief conversation of Elon Talks. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Feel free to uh, send in a review through anchor.fm or follow us, follow me on Spotify. Uh, Subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and wherever you listen to this show at. Really appreciate the love. If you want to donate, feel free to donate. Subscribe to a subscription plan if you want to as well, too. You know, but just help helping me build this platform as well as my other podcast platforms, as well as my other businesses. I do do. And I hope everybody stays safe, stay out the way, take care of your health, stay blessed, stay healthy, stay out of trouble. Peace. Till next time, this is the Eli Talks Podcast.